0: For many of us, I'm sure there has been a moment in time or something that's happened that you're not proud of. Something in the past maybe that you just wish you had just handled it differently, said something differently, acted differently. Maybe that could be as far back as childhood or as soon as yesterday. And for many of us, it's difficult to overcome that feeling of just wishing something had happened different. Just wishing I had been a different person, maybe not having the knowledge you have now. If there was ever an example of someone who went through the same thing in the scriptures, it would have been that of the Apostle Paul. In fact, throughout his ministry and throughout his writings, he described himself as the chief of sinners. He felt he was the worst of the worst because of what he had done. You have to think about how he went about persecuting the church. Maybe he heard the cries and pleas of the people he had persecuted. Maybe he saw the faces of those he had done wrong, knowing that now those are his brothers and sisters. He wasn't proud of his past, wasn't proud of the things that he had done. So much so that in Philippians chapter 3, he began to write about his past life, about what he had been through, about his attitude now. Starting in verse 13, he says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if, anything, if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. He's telling them, I used to do things. I used to be a part of groups that were against what we're doing now. He said, the things that I have done in the past as well, now that I'm in Christ, I don't count those things as attaining anything, as achieving anything. I don't think I'm some great person now. He said, I'm just doing what God has asked me to do. I'm just following after him. He says, follow our example. I'm forgetting those things which are behind. I press towards the high calling of Christ. I don't let those past things drag me down hold me back. Imagine if Paul had just sat and moped about the life he had before, what little he could have accomplished. But instead he says, I leave those where they belong in the past. When we're baptized into Christ and we become a part of the Lord's church, we leave behind something. We bury that old man of sin, raised to walk in newness of life, Romans chapter 8. And we don't bury him with one hand sticking up for later. We don't try to drag that life back into being. Once we become a member of the Lord's church, we live a new life. And from that day forward, every sin we commit is not just one in a long train of sins, it's a new one. And just as easily as we did it, we can be forgiven. First John chapter 1, verse 9, If, we are faith, if He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Under what condition? If we confess our sins. That's the blessing it is to be in Christ Jesus. To be a follower of Him, that those things that held me back before, they're not a part of me anymore. I make it right and I move on. Now that sounds easier said than done, right? It's hard to forget the things that have happened in the past. It's hard to put those things behind us but it is necessary why because it will hinder what we do in the future Jesus described to his apostles in mark that he they are to dust the shoes off their feet or dust the dust off the shoes of their feet and move on what was the context of that chapter when did Jesus say this after he had just talked to his own people and he marveled at their unbelief He marveled at how much they rejected him. And he says, you dust that off your feet and you move on. Because if that's what we see, if that's all we see is the discouragement, it will hinder what we do going forward. No matter what we've done in the past or what other people have done to us, we can move forward. And isn't that a blessing? Isn't that an encouragement to know that the things that happen to us in this world or the things that we do to ourselves, that doesn't define who we are. God can define who we are in his word. But that's for us to decide. We talked in the Bible class this evening that it is by choice that we live. We make the choices as to what we're going to decide to do. We can live for God or we can allow the things of this world to drag us away from him. But the choice ultimately falls to us. And that choice is open to you this evening. If there are things in, this, in your life that are amiss, you can make them right this very evening. Leaving those things behind so that they don't continue to bring you down. And you can move on from those things, not remembering them anymore. Think back maybe to the moment that you were baptized. The moment you came out of the water, knowing for certain in that moment, I have no sin. No guilt, no shame it's gone. You can have that same feeling tonight. If there are things amiss in your life, make them right. First John chapter 1 verse 9, we just talked about that. He's willing to wash those things away. But maybe you've never become a Christian. You've never named the name of Christ as he instructs in the scriptures. You've never done followed after that path. He makes the way available for all of us. Hearing the word Romans ten seventeen, hearing that word, we understand it to be true, believe it to be true. John eight twenty four. I said therefore unto you that you shall die in your sins, for if you believe not that I am He, you shall die in your sins. And based upon that belief, that acknowledgement, that understanding of what has been said, we're willing to repent of all of our past sins. Acts seventeen thirty, leaving those things behind, walking a new life, making a decision, confessing His name, confessing that choice. Romans 10.10. And based upon that confession, based upon that change, we can be baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins. We've made the decision, but the guilt is still there until we are buried, just like Christ was and raised to walk in that newness of life. 1 Peter 3.21. What will your choice be this evening? Will you continue to allow the things of this world to drag you back? The sins that we've committed or the difficulties we face in life? Or will we push forward towards the high calling of Christ? What will your choice be this evening as together we stand and as we sing?